Technically part two of the news, yes. Tempted to lie, which I never do, and say that this is still the same day, but it's not. This is days after this is days part after. one of news headlines because we got into a little arguments. bit of a, yes, some disagreements, <laughs> some or arguments. I did. Um, not just you. I was a participant in them as well. I felt unsatisfied with. How the the format or the show or the delivery was coming across, but that's all like kind of my fault with the putting my expectations on you. What else did we talk about? We had like uh, after we stopped part one for our halftime for our break. uh, I didn't want to continue, even though we kind of talked it out, but. Yeah. We just kind of talked about a lot of different... We did. It was kind of a mix like between... coming to an understanding. Yeah, it was a mix between um, me not asking or being as prepared um, if there was like a screenshot or something I didn't understand instead of going into the show not knowing I should have been better prepared and asked you like, hey, what's the context of this? Like, how should I deliver it? Or what do you think? Um and then just not really using my voice and speaking up if it's like a, something I don't know about or um, I don't really understand or I don't follow. Um, Instead of just being like, like quiet oh, and or like, nodding, like saying like, yeah. oh, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to say about this. This isn't a subject I really follow. But here's my thoughts on the little bit of it I do know or, or something. Or just being honest, like I'm not interested. I don't have anything to add to that. Yeah. Because um, I, I do it because I want like a little bit bit of back and forth sometimes yeah you make a good point that you're not interested in some of the stuff like i might be or you might not have formed an opinion yeah about it the same way that i have yeah yeah so to put all those expectations on you instead of me clarifying well all you really need to do is just read the headline you don't need the context i'll provide the context because i took the screenshot yeah and i had the opinion and i'm just sharing the screenshot with you to kind of try to involve you so that you have more to do and you're not just sitting there watching me read (laughs) and give the opinions yeah um, yeah if if you don't have anything to contribute so that was unfair tie into our at least for me it's going to tie into our lesson learned on our actual show um so we'll talk a little bit more about that yeah i guess um (laughs) i guess i will too we'll do that on uh our full episode today is christmas merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas david's son merry christmas and happy holidays to (laughs) the listeners if you don't celebrate that's why i say happy holidays and if we 
don't do another show before the new year. Happy New Year to everybody. Yes, happy I like new to year do it ahead of time because you can't ever say it too much, in my opinion. Have a happy yeah, new year. You should be saying year. it ahead of time and even, I would say, a month or two after the new year starts. I think you have a nice big yeah, window there. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to be wished a, <coughs> a good start to their new year? Um, new year, new you, new things you can accomplish. So, gotta wish those happinesses to people. <laughs> so this is uh, part two technically. Yes, part Still two. Still doing news headlines, so I'm gonna put my notes yeah, down. Yeah, put your for notes away. Episode. Be present and in the moment. That's right. So we'll do second part news headlines right now, and then yes. we're gonna record a Christmas episode, yes. full episode, um, maybe like an hour or two after we're done here. Yeah. See how we feel. That way we get a little bit of a break in between. Yeah. And I got a lot of notes um, for that coming up, but let's jump back, in, notes. <laughs> jump back into the, the news headlines. I'm going to go over a few again real fast that we kind of touched on um, because I decided that I'll do... Like 95% of the headlines, the news stories, yeah. all the ones that I screenshot, yes. I'll keep them. And then if you have any that you come across, you just do yours. And even though I will be doing more of the talking and uh, the opinions and stuff. I'm um, still here. I'm I think it'll, it. <laughs> it'll have a, yeah, it'll, but it'll have a better flow because I won't be um, projecting my frustrations Project. onto you. With what? Pew, pew, laser projects. God, you're fucking, in, you're like distracting. Sorry. Um, Lesson learned. Yeah. Um, so what I want to touch on real fast are those weird manifest uh, oh, podcasts. Yeah. With all the pretty white girls who all interestingly have podcasts that all have manifest in the title. This one is Manifest It Now. Yeah. Just manifest it. Come on. And this one is manifest it all. <laughs> and this one is manifest your life. But how do you even manifest something? This one is manifest that. What? <laughs> manifest mastery. Wake up and manifest. Manifest this. What? Manifest with Tori. Uh, and they all kind of say the same thing. They're all like um, younger white ladies who all are apparently trying to be life coaches mm. and wellness coaches. And they all view themselves as entrepreneurs. I think that's an overused uh, word uh, or term. Phrase. I think it's inaccurate for a lot of people. Manifest. I've been tempted to use that word uh, as a title, as, a, um, Manifest uh, as an identity thing for myself but i'm not a fucking entrepreneur yeah like look up that definition and then look up what it means to be like a real entrepreneur yeah it's not just like oh, i'm trying to do my side oh my side hustle my side that's another hustle. bullshit fucking yeah. thing i hate hearing like okay well everyone's trying it's not to a side hustle it's still a fucking job if every- it's a side job it's a job it's not a hustle it's a job <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> trying to earn money everyone's got their hobbies everyone's doing stuff in their free time um, so to to just kind of throw around this word and then to self-declare yourself as an entrepreneur, even though you have little to nothing to show for it, <clears throat> even though I'm doing this podcast, I, I don't think I'm a real entrepreneur. Yeah. Like I don't <clears throat> consider myself like a like a 
self-podcaster or something because that's just what I call myself. No one else calls me that. So it's like I'm just trying to validate what I'm doing. But it's like I podcast as a hobby or I enjoy doing it so I want to do it. But it's not like Joe Rogan or someone who's actually like a podcaster, an influencer. They have those legit titles. God, influencer, please, no. Okay. (laughs) But it's not just like, oh, I have a lot of followers. Isn't everyone an influencer? Can we kill this fucking word too? Yeah, I mean, if you really break it down. Everyone is a fucking influencer. We all influence each other on some level. Yeah, we all influence each other. We all kind of um, elevate each other. Elevate. (laughs) We all kind of boost each other up. We all break each other down. So why do these specific people get these like labels? Because they give it to themselves. Yeah. And like, that just seems fake. Like, I'm not just going to go out and claim I'm a self entrepreneur podcaster because like, really I'm, I'm not like, I just do it in my hobby and yeah, I like doing it and I want to maybe eventually be considered like a podcaster, but I'm not just going to give myself that title. It seems misleading. It seems like it's a sales tactic. Yeah. It's like you're giving, you're declaring yourself this, but I don't know. uh, I think wellness coaches are like, um, what do I call it? Like um, Um, those kind of like uh, life life coaches. Yeah, life coaches, wellness coaches. Um, That's kind of what I was talking about. I think I mentioned it either in our uh, part one of this uh, news headlines or in the show before where I was kind of talking about how we don't really need like, like, like networking as we understood it is isn't as valuable as it used to be. Because there's so much information available on the internet. So I'd say the same thing for this, the life coaches um, kind of industry. I think that's popular because it's so easy to call yourself a life coach. Uh, you can give yourself these titles and it's hard to question it sometimes. Like, well, how, who am I to question your expertise or what value you can bring to my life? Um, I don't know. It's just like a weird thing that it's hard to question. So if you challenge somebody, there's a lot of pushback with, I don't know, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just kind of free thinking here. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think a, I get a live kind of what you're going, saying, yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll get rambling like that, because um, I don't really edit at all. Uh, but I was going to say that there's probably nothing that they can tell you and teach you that you can't just learn online. I think yeah. the only difference is that it's a it's like therapy or uh some of the other social stuff where it's you only create you create more value and more impact face to face yeah because you kind of some people kind of need that like face-to-face connection and they convince themselves like i need someone to hold me accountable they because they're too weak to hold themselves to hold themselves accountable so then they put it on other people like i need you to to keep me from buying these snacks or to keep me from being negative uh but you can learn all this shit online or listening to podcasts like this or maybe one of those dozen manifest ones will change your life Uh, but like joe rogan and aubrey marcus and a lot of those other guys that i i listened to for the last like couple years just them putting the information out there allowed me to learn I do have the the power within myself to yeah. do these things. Um, 
So do you think I don't, like, I don't know if a lot of these people are putting out valuable information. Yeah. Right? They're just kind of speaking in generalities. And we'll, I'll show you some more examples of the type of shit she says um, on her Instagram. Like, it's just very general and not really actionable a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it seems like a, a sales tactic. Yeah, just kind of like a, well, hey, just listen to what I have to say, but I don't really have anything to back it kind of thing and the i think people give them put a lot more uh they they take them at their word more because if they are good looking or if they can kind of exude some sort of success or they're throwing these words around like like i'm a life coach and i'm an entrepreneur and i was successful i i had my own yoga studio at 20 or something it's like okay well (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh it it's just it all seems like sales tactics and you don't really know like what their life story is or what they've overcome i mean what have these people overcome? yeah because they don't really tell you that stuff but it's like how why should i be like taking all this advice and putting all this trust in you when like you don't even tell us like kind of what your backstory is like who are you what struggles did you go through i don't i don't take i i don't think i would be able to accept anyone's advice who hasn't overcome something yeah because otherwise it's just someone who's you're speaking out of very successful who has gotten very lucky or has rich parents who've helped them every little step of the way or they have a huge social circle a lot of support um i've had to overcome i'm still trying to overcome poverty trying to overcome depression and suicide overcoming uh uh religion you know the christian cult mentality yeah all the stuff uh, that's just been pounded into you overcoming yeah helicopter parents uh overcoming uh all this stuff yeah so i i feel and overcoming shit jobs and like so all this comes with experience and i don't go looking for negative experiences or anything but you do come up against these things and you have to figure out how am i going to overcome this how am i going to push through how am i going to figure this out and i i see a lot of people who who are like trying to sell like success or motivation or something but it's like what fucking experience do you have? Yeah, what, you what have you done? Like you didn't really overcome anything and if you what did you, you're not telling us so why should I follow you? Why should I put my eggs in your basket? I mean, if you can't give specific, actionable things to work on and to focus on and look out for, here's heads up, here's, uh, you know, red flags and stuff, um, then it's, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I do know. That's what I, just said. <laughs> I don't know, but I do know. <laughs> that, that's the invalidation, like you see you tag that at the end of everything you just said and say, I don't know. And it's like, it's like, for me, it's like a get out of jail free card. Like, well, I don't really know. I I have these strong opinions, but I don't really know. So don't hold it. (laughs) Don't hold me to my words kind of thing. Um, I got to stop doing that. Yeah. I catch myself doing that. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I do it Like, too, why am though. I saying all this stuff and then completely invalidating... Invalidating yourself and by saying, oh, I don't canceling and negating know. everything that I just said by by pretty much saying, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what well, I'm talking about. Well, maybe instead you when should... I, when I really do. Maybe instead you should reframe it and be like, well, that's just like what I'm getting from it, from the information I'm yeah. seeing. Instead of invalidating it by saying, well, I don't know. 
because like you really do know because you you are reading these things and you are forming opinions so just saying more like well that's just my opinion or that's just how i understand it instead of instead of your i don't knows manifestation techniques what the what, fuck is what this bullshit are th- i don't understand i swear they all went to one of those seminars oh yeah like come to my money. seminar and be I a life coach a thousand dollars to oh. go to like tony robbins or some other weird seminar yeah and then the next day they're like we're life coaches <laughs> we know everything we've gone through so much some other stuff uh that was on this lady's instagram i'm, I'm scrolling through Insta. here right now what about her like top <sighs> yeah that's what i'm talking about her for. top 20 list or something or top so this, whatever this list one picture she it has 721 likes at the time of the screenshot oh, Jesus. <laughs> and it says it's a lot you guys i'm turning 30 on saturday and i've been reflecting on my 20s so much all month okay and she made two lists um, I read that, that are the best decisions that she made in her 20s and I think the worst decisions that she made in her 20s and the picture of her on her birthday picture is just her like on the street like playing with her hair she's wearing like a mini skirt and smiling real big and guess what why the fuck do we care that it's your birthday and Influencers, how is this they want they want everyone to care about them <laughs> It's so It's all about getting everyone else's like it's it's all about like getting everyone else's like validation. It is. Like yeah, if you feel cute or whatever, like yeah, take a picture, post it for yourself, Why? but don't post Why? it for like everyone else just because you what? want people to to see you and you want people to like you. Like there's nothing Why post wrong. It, then? Like I use my Insta for me. I don't use I don't it to believe that for a second. post it for like bullshit. other people. Like if I'm feeling cute no or if I see that. something that I like, like for me, it's a way to capture that because like I have a lot of self like self issues. So why don't issues. you just take and keep it on your phone or computer? Like where does this idea like I I must share this image of myself that I find attractive. I find myself attractive in this picture. Uh, and I'm going to share it with everyone. How is that? If it's for you, why are you showing everyone? And I'm mm. not attacking you. I'm just speaking yeah, generalities. You're, just, you're challenging my thought, which is like that's what people should do is they should challenge each other and be like, okay, well, if you're posting it for yourself, why are you posting it? And honestly, I don't really have an answer for that. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah, my Insta is public now, but it's, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't post it with the intent of, oh my gosh, I felt cute. I want everyone else to like this photo and think the same. To me, I just say, okay, I felt cute. I'm going to celebrate the fact that I was enjoying the way I looked at that moment because I feel like those moments are very far and in between, um, regardless of whatever anyone will tell me. Um, And that's the only, I I don't like having photos just sitting on my phone. So I like to like put them somewhere that's they're meant to be. Like yeah, they're meant to be in your camera or in a file or whatever, but for Instagram it's like, well, it it is just like a photo album. 
it's just a book. It's a photo album for me. So it's, so it's like it's, a like a diary. Or yeah, like it's a, for me. It's, it is. Record. It's kind of like a diary. Or okay, I felt like this at this day. I struggled with this this day. Like some of my posts, yeah, they are put out there for other people. Like you know, if I'm talking about struggling with depression, or I'm talk, or I'm trying to post something inspirational because I'm struggling with something, and I know that there's people in my circle who are struggling with something, um, who might need that little reminder of you got this or hey everyone else struggles with these things like don't don't think you're the only one um to kind of like give people that support but yeah for like photos of myself and stuff it's kind of just like a diary it's not really like do you think it's narcissistic of of her to like say hey guys it's my birthday and then like yes and no have a picture of just her herself well i mean yes and no i guess if you have a fan base then sure but it's not like with a birthday cake and yeah it's it's more just like like doing any look at me being celebration yeah check out my my good looks and my style yeah come look at how luxurious i am it's my birthday (laughs) the sales tactic is follow me i'm hot aren't you motivated by my um, hotness what are you looking at i'm gonna cut you off here our oh. neighbor honda guy just showed up and he got a girl with him a different girl than a the girl, girl that, that i he... have yet to see you guys i'm a busybody. <laughs> um i mean i'm not really a busybody, but i do like to be very very aware of my surroundings and i like to watch people coming and going that sounds so creepy i like to watch people <laughs> yes. coming and going yeah you're leaving where are you going yeah. no okay um the way I face, I face out, and I and I see our patio, which shows the, oh, when we're doing the parking show. lot outside. Um, so I get distracted by all the hummingbirds flying around, the bees, um, and then when cars come and go. But we have a neighbor, I guess he's considered a neighbor, um, drives a white Honda. Sometimes we see, like, an SUV, but we never see the girl. But, like, he pulled up, and she's there. So um, I was what amused are you by about? it. That, that wasn't accurate. Uh I don't think I've ever... Oh, no, I've seen her in the car, but I've never seen her outside of I've, the car. So... Or her SUV like he or whatever. Would mo- he would move his Honda and probably sh- to the street, yeah. and then this SUV would show up in his spot. I think she's blonde. It's It was her girlfriend, or his girlfriend. <laughs> and then we stopped seeing that SUV. Showing and, up. And uh, now he's... With some He brunette. just pulled up in his All Honda right. with, like, a brunette lady. Get it, Honda guy. I don't know. Very interesting. Very interesting. You get you... Maybe it's a family member. I don't know. This I guy like is weird, to, though. I like to, to make up stories for people, because I don't know their lives, and it's came, entertaining to me. He came out one time... <laughs> wearing he's very interesting like christmas socks <laughs> he has and a unique i don't fashion. think he had like any sandals on or anything I, and some he was the, wearing like shorts oh. and he was like kind of like waddling and it's interesting how some people that you will judge as unattractive or uh, gross it's all different perspectives disheveled, and, yeah. other people find attractive and spend their time with them and even have sex with them and um other stuff yeah i mean like, I, how I, <laughs> how is this happening okay but if you break it if you look at it this way look at some of the states that you see me in like i look disheveled pretty much like 50 to 75 percent of the time like i my hair is a mess i don't brush it i got tangles like my makeup's all smeared like i look like yeah, i, I think rolled the same out of thing bed about you sometimes, like, <laughs> but sometimes gross. like i can really put myself Who together into that. into that i know and sometimes <laughs> i'm looking in the mirror and i'm like god damn like wh- why how is this boy looking at me like i look like 
I fucking rolled off of a train track, like, and I like slept there or something. Yeah, but and I'm the total opposite. It's, it's I'll look in the, the mirror and get uh, instantly like, like aroused. Yeah, and you're start like, oh, I'm so hot. Whacking off <laughs> to my own reflection. <laughs> um, let's get back to the news. Yeah, this isn't, this we're isn't getting Ashley off track. News. This isn't the Ashley Frank show. Oh, so let's just turn okay, the spotlight. Let's turn it back to David. Back to me. Thank okay, you. let's put it back into the owner of the show here. Here's another. Um, this is another post by this lady. <laughs> I'm uh, intentionally not using her name. Her name, just because we don't want to give her more followers. <laughs> it, it, just because I find her to be shallow, and uh, I don't. I yeah, I don't want to help um, funnel people her way. Uh, yeah. Her post says, "Your emotions and thoughts determine your vibe." There's that word. Yeah. Your th- your emotions and that. thoughts determine your vibe and what you manifest. We are magnets, describing vibrations and one of the easiest ways to shift toward a higher vibration daily. Mm, okay, first describing, off, I'm confused. Like, like she didn't word that very well. Um, talking about vibes, I mentioned that briefly uh, last time I was bitching about her. Like the the woo-woo claims of vibrations and we're magnets and higher vibrations and lower vibrations it's it's not actionable like these are negative behaviors and neg- automatic negative thoughts it's not science based yeah it's it's the generalities of the uh life coach like uh vocabulary like you see they use a lot of these like terms and kind of keywords yeah which aren't it's very, not really like, science-based and that's yeah. why she's not using science words and, t- and it doesn't come across to me from my understanding of these things that it, it's based on any s- sort of science it's yeah. more like she's just kind of basing it in feelings and um, I mean, other I, woo-woo I, people's I agree a theories. little bit, like, with that. I mean, not the whole, like, vibration, vibes, whatever. But I do believe that, like, the the energy that you give off, people will feed, or some people will feed into that. So if you're uh, giving duh. off, like, duh. negative vibes or negative energy, like, other people are going to, like, feed off that. But this whole, like, vibrations and, like, manifest, like, I don't. I don't we know. already I know don't that. Really... Like, how? Who doesn't know that? Yeah, well, I've known that since a kid. Like, negative. You have a negative energy, a negative vibe about you. Like, I, aura. I, I can. Yeah, your aura. <laughs> I, I get that, but you're not addressing specifically what gets people to that. It's usually traumas. It's usually yeah, um, it, bad habits. Right, aura machine. Bad habits of uh, allowing. Um, those automatic negative thoughts and not not identifying what those are learning what those are learning how to look out for this stuff learning how to um combat that stuff she's not giving any of that stuff and if she is she's trying to make you pay for it with her services or whatever yeah pay for this and i'll tell you how to not then I'll give tell off you the that secrets. vibe. It's like you don't have any secrets, lady. Yeah, you don't. You're just this telling is, us basically what we all already know, but you're wording it a little already. bit differently. And she's not even wording it differently. <laughs> she's wording it the same. I've heard this stuff over and over and over, and they try to act like it's a secret. And I unlocked the code, and we discovered this thing. And but look at all the research, the psychology research and stuff, and it's it's all stuff that's been around for decades for the most part. 
and uh, all you really have to do is just start googling stuff. Google, yeah. Google, Google the stuff I talk about and and medical terminology and like learn about this stuff. Don't take some weird uh, hippie person's um, empty words at face value. Like challenge these people who are making these claims. Do your own research. Take accountability for yourself. Don't put it on someone else to reveal the secrets for you. You yeah. have to go. You have to actively go looking for this stuff. You can't expect people to re- reveal it for you, and you can't pay them to reveal it for you. Um, it's already out there, and it's for free. So don't don't be manipulated and exploited by these people who uh, think they can take advantage of you just because they're good looking or successful. Yeah. And uh, they're taking advantage of of desperate people, just like <laughs> religions do. Yeah. And once we get to the list, um, when you go. I don't know if you're going to read any of her list, but I do have one favorite part off that list that will kind of tie in to like kind of what you're talking about. Like I'm providing this service. Let's read it right now. Um, One of the comments though on her vibe stuff, one of the followers says, I agree with you. Positive vibrations attack positive energy. I'm confused. So I agree. Positive Positive vibrations attack. I don't know if they made a mistake or what. Maybe they meant to say attract. Yeah, and I they don't. said attack instead. I don't know. Like, yeah, you just hear the vagueness. Like, it, it is very vague. It's just like, oh, we're all on. We're we all know what we mean, yeah. but uh, but the outside reader doesn't know. Like, okay, so <laughs> what positive like vibrations are you putting out there? Yeah, it's just BS. It's just emptiness. Like, tell us what you're actually doing and what results are you actually getting. It's like listening to me. It's like listening to politicians who are asked pretty much a yes or no question. Oh, God. And and then they don't even answer it. But somehow they talk for five minutes about a bunch of other (laughs) stuff. Some topic that doesn't even like consider. And they don't answer the question. You don't really know what their their answer was. <laughs> well, yeah, what they're it's, even talking it's about. Called, there's like a term for that. It's called like a pivot or something. Yeah, I don't um, know. Where you pretty called. much like deflect it. It's like a political way of deflecting a professional way. They teach you how to do this in like um, if you're getting into politics or if you're a, kind of an overnight actor. Like, success, why is it gotta be so They secretive? teach you how to like behave on camera and how to deal with journalists and how to kind of deflect or deny and it's sad that we have this kind of coaching i feel like life coaching is like a variation of that it's like here let us teach you a form of deception yeah it's like how do you deceive yourself into success or how do you manipulate Mm. yourself into success um all right so let's some of the other stuff she said yeah, let's get to this list because this list let's is do the positives first. Kind of crazy to me. These are the things that oh, I'm some some of her best <laughs> some of her best decisions in the, her twenties. Her first one was choosing to live in three different countries. Oh, okay. And moving Must be nice. and moving to numerous cities to experience different cultures, vibes, and connect with people from all over the world. Okay, well, your average person doesn't have that kind of money and those options. So but, in, okay. her, in her 20s, she... Yeah, in her 20s, she, she could afford all this. She had already lived in three different countries. Bitch, I'm almost in my 30s, and I can't even afford, like, a fucking expensive purse, let alone, <laughs> like, fucking traveling. That's I've insane. Never, I've never traveled outside the country. I have never have either. I mean, coming out to California was the most traveling I've ever done. 
because I was never given those opportunities in my life and I was never living luxurious enough to where those opportunities were like available yeah, to me. I wasn't lucky enough to have that. Yeah, so no. either I don't know what her situation is. Apparently she had a lot of luck. I doubt she worked that hard. Um, either she She's married someone or, or her family uh, w- w- allowed her to yeah. to have this type of lifestyle. Um very privileged. Uh, her second uh, best decision of her 20s, learning a new language and immersing myself in a workplace where it was required. Mm-hmm. Is that an so she part? learned a new language and was required to use the new language in her workplace. Okay, supposedly. so it must I don't, be in one of the countries or something she lived in. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know, but okay. I would love to know. That situation. Why couldn't she say, like, what language? She just learned, okay, but what language did <laughs> you learn? Probably Mexican. You mean Spanish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mexican is not a language, I'm but you fucking racist. <laughs> Mexican. <laughs> she speaks Mexican. She uh, speaks Spanish. <laughs> okay. Um, number three, prioritizing my health and making it a part of my lifestyle habit for life. Okay, that's everyone should be doing that but okay yep uh experimenting with various jobs gaining new skills and not setting not settling on any when i knew i typo any when i knew i they weren't aligned with my purpose (laughs) so jumping jobs to find what fits her best yeah okay that seems like everyone does that but okay yeah everyone kind of does that um I think more people we have to I struggle with this. I'm still learning like what what's a good fit for my personality and my skills and the types of people that I would want to socialize with. That's one thing I noticed with a lot of my past jobs is that I never had You never surrounded yourself with like minded people. Right. I I wasn't at all those jobs didn't really allow me to socialize. Um, like I'd be working by myself at Candeo. Um, security, you were kind of security by was kind of an independent job. So and and then I noticed like those people that uh, my coworkers that I did have at those jobs. Like I didn't, I don't relate to security guards. Mm-hmm. All those guys were former um, military, current military, Wanna or, be police or officers, wanted to be police yeah. officers. I have nothing in common with people like that. Yeah, and. Um, at Allstate, when I was doing manufacturing, same thing. Like, I don't have anything in common with with these guys who push buttons all day. And who love to are fix into, up trucks yeah, and things like that. Yeah, are into mechanical stuff and watching football. And, Ugh, football. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you find stuff, certain people, you, you'll probably find at least one person at every job that you kind of click with. But I feel like... When we look for a new job, we should be kind of looking for a job that we have a big circle, a big pool of people to kind of choose from who are. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was telling you about. Like, I think that's why I like to work retail, is because I'm surrounded by such a big, diverse group of people. It's easier for me to find multiple people in that group that I can connect with on some sort of level, and I can have a lot of things in common with. And I think like. Obviously, I'm not saying go work a retail job, but like go 
like try to consider working somewhere and we've talked about this before around people who have the same interests as you so like a comic book place or something to do with like computers you know uh, tv film music like things that you're actually interested in like i like spending money i love shopping but i also love being around people and then knowing like i can go home and not be around people and i can you know be by myself or be around you um and i can kind of limit what outside communication i have but i think yeah it's just all about finding what fits for you i like moving i like you know fast paced i like getting the chance to talk to a bunch of different people and experience yeah. a bunch of different things and learn what you like yeah because i i um i would take jobs out of desperation yeah, you like just take i need take i need the money i need to be working and then you find yourself at a job where i can't be friends with any of these people i don't really like what the tasks they're having yeah. me do here and then you get into this shitty depressive state of <laughs> and then your life just kind of goes nowhere because yeah. you're like i'm at a shitty job i don't have people at my job i can talk to i don't yeah. like the tasks i'm doing like yeah you're never gonna love your job 100 because like i definitely don't um but i have enough positives in my job that it tips I can, the scale yeah it, it kind of balances it and it's all about finding that balance right her fifth one was dating a lot a lot is capitalized with three t's so she <laughs> really must have really must have been <laughs> dated a lot dated a lot i mean um through experience okay. learning what i really wanted so that i could call in the man of my dreams who i'm deeply in love with blah 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 congrats yeah her she she has a lot of typos for uh, an influencer yeah. come on get your, get uh, your number six better. saying yes to marry the man of my dreams Okay. Congrats. Every everyone thousands, fucking gets married thousands, and has babies. If like, not millions wow. of people get married. Yeah, good job. Every day. Um I mean I'm not trying to invalidate it because like people really do put a lot of importance on getting married and whatever, but like it kind of seems twisted to me. Like all that should matter is you're spending time with someone you really like or you love and you're and connected again, it's, with but it's, it's trying to like pull attention to you yeah, like, like oh, i'm getting I, married come on guys Be happy i married me. the man of my dreams i'm with the man of i got married i my dreams and it's like all very like you're you're trying to self-validate me, 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 me. a lot and you want everyone else to validate you too like, um, i'm glad you found somebody but <laughs> so has millions of other people yeah. like you're that's nothing special what's the, what's the value of this why are you Putting it in our face. Like, are you just trying to tell us it's possible that you can find someone <laughs> that you've always dreamt of? It's pretty of? easy like, to marry the man of your dreams when you're like a nine or a ten. Well, yeah, any man can be the man of your dreams because you're pretty you got much the got pick the, the picking. The yeah. yeah. Number seven, going all in on my passion to complete and accomplish oh, my yeah. goals in we the went. fitness industry to get on magazines and earn my pro card. Lady, you're already <laughs> fit as fuck. Like, I'm pretty sure it's in your genes, but okay the fitness industry and get on magazines <laughs> okay all right uh, she got on some magazines good job i mean yeah awesome uh number eight saying yes to start my business long before i felt ready <laughs> i don't know okay. if um i don't know sometimes you have to jump in i mean you yeah sometimes you have to take the risks but it can be destructive if you haven't kind of educated yourself ahead of time 
and really challenge yourself with those questions like what do i really need from my job what do i really want yeah. from my job or from this person or whatever and and educating yourself and learning and and judging the pros and cons and the risks and the benefits um let's move on number nine allowing myself to pivot a million times and what has sometimes felt like a million directions in order to find my aligned path what yeah i don't think it seems more like vibrational woo-woo shit like my aligned path what is that is that a keyword that they taught you at the seminar i don't know because like how can how can your path be aligned like life <laughs> isn't set in stone like is that like my my destiny type thing i, my, I guess uh, i don't know this was uh it seems cryptic to me because <laughs> you can you can really interpret it in so many ways that's the um it's like that's the thing i the see vagueness with these, of it these yeah. types of people is that well you can almost interpret everything they say to kind of fit just how like christians but do it to fit you when i grew up in the church like they interpret the bible uh everyone kind of interprets it in their own special magical way to fit their own life and there's not like one way of interpretation or like and it gets very i don't know like convoluted and very convenient that you can just kind of make up stuff as you go along um and and it, it fits you can kind of make it fit and artificially like manipulate it and stuff i don't know it's just like yeah, if know. there's not like a set specific way to do it um i don't know where i was going with that one either. <laughs> it's okay we can move on because i don't know where you're going with it either <laughs> i feel useless when i do that like i feel like oh i'm gonna like make this point yeah but i mean everyone and then loses i like their go down this road and then it's a roadblock a lot of this has to do with smoking weed, even though we haven't smoked uh, cannabis today. Yeah. Um, I have I noticed like- that the, the more I smoke it or uh, if I do it daily, um, my like short-term memory definitely seems more obscured. Mm-hmm. And I, I've told you that like I'll have like a that spark, that idea... And then I'll go down that road. And, and you'll, I'll, like, lose it. And I'll be like, oh, what the fuck was I going to yeah. say? And I'll, yeah, I'll lose it. Oh, yeah, I get that all the time. It's I like notice I, it's with cannabis a lot. Yeah, it's like I have the full thought in my head, but as <laughs> I'm talking through the thought, because obviously yeah. you have to explain out your thought before you hit the end, but it's like by the time I get close to the end, I've, like, I've completely lost that train of It makes of me feel like, like a charlatan or something, like someone who's... A charlatan. Who's talking are you you a false talking big high and mighty (laughs) but then all of a sudden like they can't back up what they're claiming or what they were saying or what like i'm 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 attacking all these people but someone could easily (laughs) turn it around and attack me and say well uh dave uh loses his train of thought a lot and but at least you know why you you know why you're losing that train of thought and you know that it's and we can talk more about this in our actual episode because i kind of want to touch base on that too um i just don't like criticizing if i can't if i can't like i don't know if i can't be like neutral um and see both sides of the argument then I, I don't know. I get frustrated with myself that I I might be trying to paint myself in a certain light, 
but in reality i i guess i think there's another term for that it's like where you you view yourself as like the outsider or as a um like i don't belong here and i'm i'm uh i i've like lied my way to to this position i forget the term for that a lot of people who get successful have this where they they think that they don't really belong at, at I think the it's a form of like self doubt and like self sabotage because like I have I get those thoughts a lot especially like in my job it's like I feel like I kind of bullshitted my way into it but like I really didn't if you if I really like step back and think like all of the moves I've made in my retail career before this has led me up to this moment. And yeah, I may be struggling at this position or at this place or this level or whatever. Like I start to think like, Oh my God, like I don't belong here. Like how the fuck did I get here? Like (laughs) I don't deserve this. But then, like I said, like if I really like start to think like, okay, well look at all the other shit I did before that to get here. Like I do, I do deserve this i do belong here but like i think it's just easy to like just kind of like beat yourself up over those things and kind of like twist it into like um like you feel like you're lying your way through i or think because uh, i probably feel some level of guilt for attacking these other people that i feel like well i i attack myself so uh with that low self-esteem i'm attacking myself and then I turn it right back around and project it on other people and I attack them. So I guess I'm not like trying to destroy anyone's careers or career or like way of making money. Um, or I'm not trying to invalidate every uh, the, the good positive things that they are doing, the effort that they are trying to put in the stuff that they have learned. Um, my point, I guess, is that I'm just trying to, uh just maybe understand like critique and how they and can so vaguely I critique get myself as much are. as I critique others. Yeah. So I'm just trying to point out the weird stuff that I observe and then trying to compare it and contrast it with my own life and experiences. And, and that's I why still have a lot of We use hashtag opinions because <laughs> that's life, man. We're allowed to have yeah. these opinions about people and about things that we don't understand and but we I don't, question. But I don't want to mislead and, either. And I don't yeah. want to, uh, like, try to tear down others in order to build myself up. That's not the point of this. Yeah. So yeah. I'm always just trying to be very conscious of that. Yeah. Um, number 10 we on her list is building a coaching business around my love for helping others f- and f- helping others fully realize their own dreams so she is doing some coaching business but isn't that what like going to school and being like a therapist and like a psychologist and stuff well this is the easy way yeah i was just gonna say that it seems like it's the easy way like yeah i have a lot of good advice i can give people based off of like experiences i've had but i don't want people to pay me for this (laughs) advice when i don't have a degree or yeah that's this, my this or that it's like i can't just i can't just go and say hey you know how much advice i've given people over the year i'm a life coach now yeah like why Come pay me for my services <laughs> why aren't you working with a charity or like a non-profit or instead of just working why aren't you a teacher yourself? why yeah. are you a doctor a psychologist um i'm not claiming to be a life coach i just do this for fun like yeah. this, this podcast so it's weird when someone identifies 
themselves as something um it's not really a professional job though i feel like it seems more like a hobby yeah i don't really know i try to avoid really like reading into those things because i do get i get worked up over it because <laughs> i don't understand how it like exists how how, how, how that works have you ever witnessed someone like a nine or a ten on the look scale helping helping someone helping not really. like legitimately <laughs> helping them with something like, not really no i don't know what it could be but i don't really see that i don't i've you don't come across like really hot girls or even hot guys like going out of their way to like help somebody help else someone who, without the intent to profit or gain something out of it you don't see nines and tens hanging out with fives and and lower uh just helping them and or just being their friends but yet she's claiming to have this love of helping others well, others who are nines and tens as well. Because helping others, like, to me is, like, the underprivileged. People who haven't grown up with privilege. Yeah. People who haven't lived in multiple countries by their 20s. Like, that's a privileged life that's a in very my mind. Yeah. In my so, mind, it's a very privileged immediately life. Immediately right there, I, I look at you and I question, or her, I look at her and question her. How, <laughs> like, again, what are you overcoming and how... How can you help me when you seem to have had this very privileged, privileged life? Yeah, you seem to... Like, what secrets have you learned if you've <laughs> already, like, been born into this, like, privileged life that's been figured out for you or been so fucking easy for you? Yeah, um, it doesn't seem... I don't know. This is, like, more of my, like, kind of... I don't know if this is, like, envy, anger, or, like, what this is. I, I'm I sure just... it's probably a mix of... I'm sure it's <laughs> I'm a mix of, like... Confusion her following and envy, yeah. or her success with with very little evidence that she has actually worked has extremely much, hard to like yeah get it. and has much substance to her uh whole like package thing that she's putting out there and, and selling or whatever or not even selling just like putting it out there even if yeah. it was free like i don't see substance here just more i emptiness, see a lot of rhetoric more empty words yeah uh, last one on her best decisions over 20s. Doing the self-discovery, personal development, and soul work to know myself on a deep level. Be in my purpose and have reverence towards life. I guess all that's good, but again, it's... It's it's empty because how did, how did you do that? I feel like she kind of repeated a couple like, of Like, what too. did you do... Did you step away from social media to do a bunch of self-discovery? Did you try to work through past traumas? Like, again, there's not very much context to it. And well, I like context. Like, I can't just sit there and be like, oh, you did self-discovery? <laughs> okay, but that could be a bajillion different things. What did you do? What worked for you? What didn't work for you? When I skimmed her podcast, I got a lot of the same kind of vagueness from her. Like, a lot of, like, very vague... I, I can't give you an example just because I was kind of laughing. Well, they just, the they want, thing. she wants you to pay her for her to tell you what did and didn't work. <laughs> but it's like, what? <laughs> All right, let's move on to the worst decisions she made in her in 20s. Her 20s. Number one, not always trusting my gut in specific situations when I knew what was best for me, like right away. Like, oh my God. 
that's something I've I've struggled with. Like when we went to the dentist, uh, I've I've been to car uh, dealerships before, and gotten weird vibes. vibes and we've never done anything about yeah, it. Yeah, like and... I don't like how much these uh, these salesmen are pushing me to try to test drive a car or to to whatever do, do, do paperwork. That, yeah. yeah, to do finance stuff um, or. Uh, what was the other one I, I just gave the example of? Um, the dentist? Yeah, the dentist. Going into the dentist, just seeing the waiting room and not getting a good feeling from it. Like, this is not... <laughs> this is an old yeah. uh, establishment with, so that is not well So you guys trust your gut a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, so... Trust your intuition, instead your instincts. Of, instead of following through with that... Um, I don't know. I, I guess like removing in, yourself from that situation, like at the dentist, where you know you had that bad vibe, and you're like, I don't really feel good about this. I don't like the service I'm receiving. Like right off the bat, like instead, I, I put more value on what will they think of me if I walk out of here instead of putting the value on all this years of experience is telling my instincts are telling me this isn't. A good situation to benefit me so let's just get out of here yeah so let's just tell them it's, hey it's like immediately you're you're giving more value and precedent to strangers than to yourself who, who you don't know anything about but the impression you're getting is not good and you're you're invalidating and marginalizing and um not valuing valuing your own instincts and experience yeah and that that's a sign of a low self-esteem right there so that's something i have to that's an actionable thing right there an example that everyone can work on i'm still trying to work on it i'm 31 years old and i still struggle right i'm 31 i still struggle <laughs> with uh with with giving strangers more value than i give myself yeah what the fuck is i'm that? definitely guilty of that too i'm more worried about other people than i am about myself but you you do need to worry about yourself before you worry about strangers because like in that situation like those people could probably care less whether or not you stayed or gone and that's like the impression they definitely gave so it's like (laughs) why am why are we pleasing these people even though i myself am feeling like i just put myself in a weird situation and i have the ability to get out but i don't want to like upset them here's probably what i was what was pushing back against that a little bit because then i'm i'm probably countering it with well i am trying to value myself because i took the time to make this appointment i took the time to find it took the time to drive here and got here walked in and immediately thought this is a shithole i don't want to do this let's go um so then you're you're almost you're challenging yourself in that moment like i i invested this time and effort to make this happen today and now i'm just going to cancel like even that makes me feel like shit so then it's i feel like i'm a lose lose if i cancel it's like a strike against me um but if i fall through it's a strike against me <laughs> yeah but see again let's take a page out of gretchen rubin here and reframe so instead of being like oh my god i spent all this time setting this appointment i spent this time driving here and doing this and doing that and now i'm gonna leave yeah reinforce it as a lesson learned yeah follow those and at least you can come out of it going okay well 
I can spend another 10 minutes looking for a better place that's going to give me a better feeling and I'm probably going to most likely get a more hygienic and better experience. (laughs) So instead of focusing on like the negative of it, like, great, now I just wasted all this time. I wasted this gas. I wasted this effort. Like, what the fuck? Like, like it's so easy to think of those, but like think of, okay, yeah, that sucks. I'm not going to get what I came here for, but you know what? I feel good about not putting myself in the situation that I'm uncomfortable in or I'm getting weird vibes with and I can spend another extra 10 minutes finding something better that I'm going to be happier with. For sure. So yeah, it's all about like reframing it and maybe that's why I come off so nonchalant and like easy peasy, like life is whatever because oh. I, I try to like reframe shit. Well, and that seems more recent, the reframing thing. Yeah. We've talked about reframing probably on, only in the last year. I would say you're nonchalant. I mean, I've always kind of is, been nonchalant, like brush shit off. <laughs> I, I think that's like a coping tactic or technique that you've kind of learned. To not let things in to hurt me and yeah. to affect me. Is so I then just you, don't, brush it you off. don't really like maybe push yourself to hit that higher uh that. like expectation yeah. and yeah and yeah expectations are a weird thing to deal with but it's like you have to kind of attach yourself to certain things and you do have to kind of make things important if you want to get better at them or to show people that it's important to you or to show yourself this is important to myself um and and kind of attach to that stuff and work on that stuff because if you're just passive about everything, then everyone's going to think that you don't really care about anything and you're not really making an effort on yeah. anything. And that's been my frustration with you in the past is like, well, you don't seem to care yeah. what's important to me. Um, you're discounting immediately and just kind of brushing off. Yeah. So, But in a relationship, sometimes you have to kind of... The sacrifice that you hear people talk about, that's really all it is, is like you just have to kind of work on valuing certain things in the other person's life as much as they value it because otherwise you're showing that or you're you're kind of signaling to them that they're not important or the things that they find aren't important to you you don't have respect for them or whatever yeah yeah Um, at least that's the road that i go down and i'm trying to do better at like not projecting all those expectations on others but there are a lot of people I, I do notice that are very passive like that. Yeah. Oh, I work with a few girls like that, too. That so do you find anything important or valuable? <laughs> like, you just, everything just rolls off your off back. Off your back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think it is, like, a, a, a coping, defensive type of mechanism that, like, I've developed over time. Because I'm a very sensitive person. Um, and I think if I let a lot of, if I think if I let a lot of things affect me, like I would be even more of a mess than I already am. Cause I'm like, I'm scattered. I'm scattered emotionally. I'm scattered <laughs> physically. I'm scat like I'm scattered everywhere. Like, so for me, like I really struggle with, with, with showing what I really do care about because I've spent all of my life just kind of like, uh, oh, well, it's fine. That's life, whatever, like brushing it off or keeping it locked in and like letting it like manifest itself inside of me like and the looping and the the, and i think it's an anxiety thing too um i think a lot of it has to do with anxiety and depression and like low self-esteem and stuff like that so i think i think something we should point out is that everyone is sensitive 
I don't think there's anyone on the planet who's not a oh, sensitive well, yeah. person. I just think I people think, have different ways of coping with it. Yeah. I think I think Adam Carolla is super sensitive, even though he comes across as That's like, I don't care about it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm Adam and, Carolla. And kind of an asshole and, and criticizing, critiquing everything constantly. Just work hard. But Come that on. that's like a signal of someone who's sensitive. Like things are affecting him and things are making him upset. So a lot of those uh, things can be worked on. Like let's... Um, Let's uh, cope in a, in a healthier way and address it in a, in a healthier way and practice the reframing and practice the action. Dude, I love the whole reframing thing. Yeah, it, I'm like on makes... a huge reframing kick. <laughs> like Gretchen Rubin and reframing, yeah. like that's my jam right now. Yeah. That's something that uh, <laughs> Dr. Young talked about. My therapist back in <gasps> Iowa talked about that. Yate Young? She, uh, <laughs> she would, that was the first time I think I ever heard about reframing was from her. You know, that's um, odd because I'm pretty I think sure... I, ta- I think I told you about it for I think the first you, time, too. I think you might have. And what's really weird is I'm pretty sure when I met with her... She mentioned something. I don't think she uh, mentioned reframing to me. Huh. Um, so, again, I mean, I'm sure... Well, I know for a fact the things you've talked about were probably different than the things I talked about. But it's interesting that we both happen to have seen the same person. I mean, you were at a different doctor that time um, because I don't think that they would have seen – she would have seen both of us at the same time because – I mean, I don't know. I don't know how those practices work. I think, no, because I think I had like – I think you switched to the the guy. Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, it's interesting that – it's all a different experience, but we saw the same person, but she gave you different advice than like she gave me, if that makes sense. But I saw her a few more times than you, though. So maybe yeah, that's true. Uh, well, you maybe know what? You, I switched maybe to someone different. You didn't let her talk. Maybe you just rambled and rambled and rambled. Um, cried and cried and cried like you always do. Whoa. I'm feeling very <laughs> attacked. I do always cry, though. I will admit that. we got to finish <laughs> this stupid list. Um, oh, God. Sorry, guys. We get, we get no- very off topic. Number two, not always treating my body as a temple. In many ways, over dieting, over exercising, taking harmful supplements, and letting bad vibes in. She probably the, was taking like diet pills and shit. The, letting bad vibes in the temple, if you know what I mean. So, like, letting shitty ass dudes like fuck you, or what? <laughs> like, what does she mean? Like, does she have some really bad hookups? Or? I guess okay, letting again, bad vibes be... in the temple, if mm. you know what I mean. And she has like a laughing face. That's what I'm thinking, like, uh, it's sex related because like you're letting them in uh for anyone out there who's struggling with their diet dieting is not a real thing <laughs> Di- diets uh if you say i'm on a diet it seems stop. yeah that's, i don't believe that's, that stuff. it's it's not a real thing diet is just what you eat so if you have a shitty diet or a good diet that's that's all there is don't please like that's another term we should dead here is diet my diet my my i'm uh, i'm dieting dieting because all it should be is just like you shouldn't it should be like i'm eating healthier yeah you shouldn't eat magical foods when you're on your diet and then you should be eating those when all you the finish time your, when you finish your diet okay now i'm done eating those magical foods it, it should just be constant like your your diet always should just be should be high in protein, high in uh, healthy fats. Yeah. Um, Try to cut down the sugar, the, the yeah, sodium. No sugar, no grains. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Lim- very limited Limit grains. Limit your grains because you're talking to a grain lover here, okay? <laughs> a grain head, yeah. I'm a huge grain head. 
So um, let's let's not diss my grades, so if, please. <laughs> if your if your uh, resolution for the new year is to have a better diet, just make it your your all the food is your diet. Yeah. Don't just go on a diet. Reframe like, it. it. Should be it should be like this always. Yeah. yeah. Instead of saying my new year's resolution is to go on a diet, yeah. reframe and say my new year's rev- res- revolution. My new year's <laughs> resolution is to consistently eat better foods. Yeah, permanently. Permanently. Not like a temporary diet. Uh, It it should be kind of keto, paleo. uh, Add some bananas into into your your food for the day. Whole foods, not Whole Foods the brand. You don't have to go buy. (laughs) You don't have to go to Whole Foods. It's store. (laughs) Eat more actual Whole Foods, nuts and things like that. Unprocessed. Yeah. (laughs) I like how the first thing I said was nuts. It's the first thing that came. And to you mind. had your hand like, <laughs> like, like cupping, like I'm cupping holding some nuts, some <laughs> nut like mm, things. Eat those nuts, you guys. <laughs> Just stuff them in your mouth, okay? Uh, number three is doubting my worth, readiness in relation to career and business opportunities in my early twenties, and not charging more for my services. That's the one I was waiting for. <laughs> that was my. That was on her bad decisions list, that she did not charge people more for her services. Whatever that means. For the shit that we just talked about, that you can easily find this information on Google with self-discovery, things like that. You don't need to pay someone to teach you shit you already know and you have access to on a computer, on your phone, in books. (laughs) Right. And this is more of the, 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 what I mentioned earlier with paying for like a life coach. Um, I have issues with, I mean, I think therapy can be good, but therapy, I started having issues with therapy, um, because I was paying some out of pocket and I don't remember how much I was paying. Oh my God. Was it was it, way less than what was, I was paying. I think it was only like 20 bucks a session, but once a week, 20 bucks you know, a month, yeah, two, four, six, eight, 80 bucks a month. Um, and that was with really good insurance at the time when I was working full time. Yeah. But I had an issue because I started figuring out, well, I can learn a lot of this stuff online or from podcasts. Um, none of those fucking manifest podcasts because <laughs> they don't really teach you anything no. um, actionable. Uh, but I have an, I had an issue because it felt like I was paying for, like, a friend. Yeah. Like, I was paying this lady to hang out with me for an hour. And then as soon as, like, there was, like, five minutes left, like, you could be in the middle of the most heart-wrenching sob story. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. she cuts you off and is like, sorry, we're almost out of time. I just want to let you know we're almost, time's almost up. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm paying this person to pretty much be my friend. Yeah. So that's where it's important to, like, to find those jobs out there, find those um, hobbies or whatever that has a, a circle, a, a big pool of people to to potentially pull from and to meet who can be uh, potential friends. Yeah, and can and be that support, be that support system. Yeah, yeah. that network where you don't have to pay someone to give you kind of feedback or perspective. Uh, I'm not saying all your friends are therapists level like super intelligent people but like good people in your life should be able to give you some sort of perspective or honest 
feedback and, or advice or criticism, uh, if they're real, true friends and good people. So always be cautious about, do I need to really pay someone to, to do this with yeah. me? And we're not saying like, go to work and tell every single person at your job like your problems and shit. Yeah. There's plenty of people at my job who 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 know who like a, a lot about me. They know yeah. a lot about me. Not every single person at my job knows everything about me, but there's at least a good like 5 to 6 people who who know my whole like story, my situation, like everything. And those are like those are my support. That's my support group. Like work for me can be very therapeutic because if I have those people there with me, they can look at me and automatically know something is bothering me. And they'll ask, hey, like, what's wrong? Like, girl, like, what's going on today? You know, but... David hit me again. Oh, God, David, oh, this asshole. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's just, it, it's, it's, it's good. It's good to be able to go to work and have those people that, like, you can lean on and support. And then, of course, like, challenge yourself at work because, obviously, you got a job to do and things like that. Um, so just really kind of, like, leaning on some of those people. And they lean on me, too. Like, we're each other's support system. It's not a one-way way road. You know, we're, we're, we've all connected on some sort of level that we're comfortable enough to discuss these problems Um and kind of have those friends there to help you through whatever you're dealing with. And I don't have to pay them. I just have to be a decent human being to them, which is like, hello, that's like the easiest thing in the world to do is just be a good fucking person and be yeah. nice to people and care about people and have compassion. And I don't have to pay them to do it. I think my therapist was making 300 bucks a session. Um, and 20 of that, $20 cash was out of my pocket, I think. Yeah. And, and then like she would get like, like 280 I, from the insurance company. I thought for I one had hour. really good insurance, <laughs> but I had to pay for every single one of my sessions out of pocket. And I was paying. You were working full time. And I was working full time at and a had, job I had for like nine years. Yeah. Um, um, I was under the impression I had really good insurance. At a national or international company? Uh, Is it world or just national? I don't Either know way. if they're international. Okay, so it's just national. I know they have Either at least way. like a thousand stores. So they, they have a thousand stores or whatever. Big company. Nationwide, but yet Seven her sister insurance brands. working full time wasn't I still good had enough. pay out of pocket. I was paying scam. 250 to 320 and a session. So I had to like... They wanted me to do it every week, and I was like, <laughs> or some people no, no, go no. twice a week. I was like, let's do it once a month or every other week. But like, <laughs> once a month. But yeah, it did. It did feel like I was just paying this person to, to listen. listen to my problems and, and to, to be like a fake friend. Yeah, because a lot of the things that therapists do is validate. They mm -hmm. say it's okay to feel that way. That's, Which it is. I would say like, like seventy five percent of the words that came out of her mouth were were supportive like that and that's really all i feel like a therapist does at least yeah. um the ones that i've heard about and my experience with them it, it's just a lot of like uh well that's okay to feel that way yeah and it doesn't really seem they don't tell you genuine what to do. either yeah which is really. which i get it like yeah you're paying this person for their service and whatever but when you are kind of opening yourself up and really talking about like these intimate details or these these really hard gut-wrenching things to talk about and you have this person who just kind of like isn't really invested 
yeah. but you're paying them to be invested. Like that's kind of how I felt. I kind of felt ripped <laughs> off because they, both of the, the people I saw, like yeah. they didn't really like tell me anything I didn't already know yeah. or really give me like a different way to look at things or like I had to learn that from podcasts yeah. just like mm-hmm. you said you had to learn a lot of stuff from podcasts and you I learned a and lot articles from you. I've read a lot a lot a lot a lot yeah, a lot because, of articles and this is why I don't do research is because if it's something that we both have in common I know you've done the research <laughs> on it because you are very very like particular about your research and you you really like read multiple articles and shit i'll read one article and be like okay i I know what i'm doing i'm done you know but like you definitely dive more into those things but it's like yeah i'm like i could go to work and feel better with the things that people at work are telling me and i can actually believe what they're telling me versus this person i'm paying two three hundred dollars to tell me something i think and it's not benefiting me whatsoever (laughs) i think it's a good like jumping off point i think it probably helped you get the ball rolling yeah maybe i mean it felt good for someone acknowledging your struggles or your shortcomings it definitely feels good to have someone tell you, like, it's okay to feel this yeah, way. It's yeah. okay to have someone, these emotions and these thoughts. And someone who's... that, And that's what I mean by good jumping off point, is that they're a professional. They have an education um, and the the science-backed education to, to back all this uh, stuff that they're teaching you and sharing with you. Um and you won't get that from like a friend like most of us don't have friends who are going to who, fucking college for for <laughs> professionally and shit yeah. like that. so sometimes you need like the outside voice who's who's not related to you or yeah who, and it, it, who's it, it, not it, it, your best friend and and they will give you kind of honest perspective or professional advice that's outside that circle yeah um but long term i i kind of question long term therapy and we saw that in the Metallica do- documentary where that guy, yeah. the group therapist, kept trying to s- keep the guys in therapy and keep doing therapy, saying, oh, this is good for you guys. And he was he was half right, but they were accusing him of trying to make money off of them yeah. because they felt like they kind of went as far as they, as they needed, needed to. to go with his help, but this therapist kept trying to stay no, in the picture you need me more you need me more you need me more so you have to i don't know like but you do reach that point where you have to take it on for yourself yeah and so i'm not i'm not telling anyone not to do therapy um i think it's good for everyone to maybe try it once well yeah i think everyone should try it at least once it. or twice yeah um but you you have to know specifically what are you struggling with mm-hmm. what uh what do you need to focus on or get better at you have to be specific even with the therapist so I had to do that before I set my appointments and while I continued to go to my appointments, I had to know what I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to try to get down to the, the nitty gritty and, and figure things out and what I wanted to, you know, everything I just said, I'm yeah. repeating myself now. Um, so you, you have to still be specific with uh, or without assistance. You still have to figure out those details. So put in the work. It's worth it. Uh, let's move on with this list. Number four, staying in relationships way after I knew they were not meant to be. Okay, that's fair. 
That's a good one, yeah. Uh, going under the knife and breast implants. Although I am happy with the turnout, I know I made this decision personally for the wrong reasons and when I didn't fully love and accept myself. Okay. I mean... <laughs> right there is that's like... That's a lot of money that, for breast implants, but... <laughs> she has a self-esteem issue for some reason. Um, that's a kind of narcissistic thing too like my physical appearance must be perfect or um i must be envious make girls envious of my body or make guys desire me a lot of it is is that kind of feedback what what kind of attention will i be getting if yeah. i look this way or act this way and a lot of things that we do almost everything we do is for other people uh, so you really have to question and challenge yourself. Doesn't sound like she, she was at that point yet. But at least she acknowledges that. Yeah. She. But that puts you in the mindset yeah. of like where, what type of person she was. Yeah. I mean, you've talked about it, like kind of wanting surgery a little bit. Yeah. But years and years ago, I think I definitely stepped away from it because I I have kind of learned like okay, well this is like the body I was given. Like I can do exercise if I'm unhappy with like my weight or whatever. But yeah. like, do I really need to go get cut up? because I want my boobs to be bigger. Like, yeah. what is that really benefiting? Oh, wow, I have bigger boobs. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm not really going to benefit from it. It's not yeah. going to change me. Yeah. It's just going to change my appearance. And yeah, I might feel better about myself a little bit. But like, I should be able to love myself for who I am. This is what the universe gave me. And I got to make it work. And you got to love yourself for who you are. Like, like, yeah, everyone's going to have shit on themselves they're not happy about. But do you really need to spend all that money and all that time and that pain and that effort just to to what? To well, I'm always curious about like, why, why, what's, motiv what's the motivating factor here. Like Hillary Duff, like she's always been pretty, but she had like she, she got had something her, she done. She had her teeth done, I yeah. think, again. And I think she had her nose done. And I feel like maybe like a jaw thing or something. Just very minor. It's, a, it's also a you society look at the before thing too. and after pictures. You can barely see any difference, but it's like what what motivates someone to get just like little things like that, or even major things done, or like, like that. Kylie Jenner, yeah, yeah, who went under the knife and got basically Ugh. everything done. And yeah, she looks beautiful, but uh, she also looks very plastic uh, and fake. And <laughs> and I guess it. It went from one extreme to another because yeah. she's, like, filthy fucking rich. But, again, like... Well, like, for me, I had cosmetic surgery right out of high school. I had two moles removed. And that was something that... Yeah, what that, was your thought process on that? Well, it was, like, you look at... I looked in the mirror. And, it, well, first of all, I got teased a lot growing up for having, like, a mole on my fucking face that I couldn't control. And Which I, is crazy. Again, it's a society, own, society yeah, thing. Yeah, kids and my own yeah. cousin would make fun of me and... and like, oh, uh, why don't you remove those or mole I face, mole face? I used to get face, made fun of because I had an accent, so I feel you on that. So <laughs> it just was one of those things that, like, of course I felt very self-conscious about it. I don't think a lot of people are making fun of girls, like, oh, you got small boobs. I don't know, maybe as a kid. Uh, I feel like women do get get it gets pointed out like if you like if you're flat chested a little bit like me and you don't really have a whole lot going on and you wear maybe like a low cut top and you you don't have the cleavage for it you, you know you think it's like it's um, hostile though it's hostile making fun of and teasing i think because that's what motivated sometimes me. <laughs> it has come off that way sometimes okay um 
but maybe not to every woman. I just feel like there has been a few like things maybe on social media or like in real life that I have come across where they they kind of like kind of really nastily come at somebody for like a, their natural body. Like, oh, she's fat and disgusting. Look at her rolls. What a gross whale. But it's like, oh, and it's like, okay, okay but why are you like, yeah, if it's like to a certain extent where, you know, like they could take care of themselves and they're choosing not to, like, that's a whole different subject. Yeah. Um, what you can actually like the moles I couldn't control. Yeah. But like if they, it's things you can't control, why are you making fun of somebody for yeah. it? And why are you being nasty about it? It's not like you can just go and like, bloop. It's gone. Yeah, and it's not like my parents <laughs> cared and like, well, here's $300 or whatever. Go get the surgery done. I had to get a job, earn my, my own money, and then drive myself there and then deal with the the stitches and everything for the weeks after that. Self-esteem thing. It's having so, that low self-esteem. But when you know, like, I'll look better after and this is my potential and you see it and you know... I, I have this control and this is affordable and I don't know, you just weigh all this stuff again um, and is it sensible? And for me, it was like, yes, yes, yes on everything. But for like the breasts, uh, whatever, implants, implants and... Uh, Which can be very dangerous. Like some nose jobs that aren't like, like in my opinion, bad noses or yeah. uh, other stuff. It's just like, what, what, what is the motivation? Not distracting at all when you do that. You should turn um, around. Oh, you why don't it. you talk into the microphone since no one knows what you're talking about? Whoa, all I said was you should turn around. Maybe I wanted to see the back of your head. Why no. don't you tell There everyone? was just two hummingbirds that were like Be flying in. Uh, and they're exploring all of our little plants and things. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Uh, last one is ever doubting myself questioning my worth and my capabilities and thinking less of myself for any reason i mean that's a good one like yeah it's interesting to me i i don't relate <laughs> i'm trying to relate to her and i don't it's hard for me to relate to someone who's so freaking beautiful like what the fuck are you well, doubting <laughs> not only that but then the, like the, oh i lived in three different countries and i i it seems like she had a lot of success young so for someone to say that they're doubting themselves, questioning their worth and their capabilities and thinking less of themselves, um, it, I don't know, it just, I don't buy it. Like, are you just trying to seem like, like relatable. relatable? Yeah. Or are your, like the way that you view these things is big in your mind, but maybe to me they're very small and vice versa. Yeah, the things I view like in thing. my mind are huge, but she might view them from the outside looking in as very small to her. Uh, we all have different values, so I don't know. I'm just, mm. I, I find it fascinating to try to understand other people's values and their motivations. That's the end of her. I want to get off of this, ladies. Yeah, uh, let's get off this dick. lady. Oh, yeah, her deek. Let's get away from sleigh bells Let's get away from snow Let's make or break some Christmas, dear I know the place to go How'd you like to spend Christmas On Christmas Island 
How'd you like to spend the holiday away across the sea? How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to hang your stocking on a great big coconut tree?